Perusha, A Sonic Adventure, Episode 4, Torpor. Watch me slowly drift away, humming this little tune. I hate to go, but I just can't stay, we're on the dark side of the moon. For being soldiers in a tin can ship, humming this little tune. Drifting away on the radar's blip, we're on the dark side of the moon. As we sail on past the moon He says don't go too far Or you'll join them stars As we're sailing on past the moon But somewhere out there in the dark Something's humming a tune You can see it now, baby, just a spark And it's far away from the moon So we're bobbing along, just a following its song As it sings its cosmic tune We gotta find the song, we won't be gone too long But for now, goodbye to the moon What do you reckon? Another verse? I think it's perfect. Mm. If you've got anything else you want to say to the moon, you better be quick because it's going, going, gone. I can't believe how small it is already. Just a blip in the mirror again. Now I'll have to wait until Mars. It won't be long. You can already see it sneaking up. The angry red eye getting bigger each day. You think you'll stay awake until then? Of course. Wait, you're not thinking of bedding down before Mars, are you? I think so. I think I've written all I can for now. Either the frequency will respond or not. I'm not saying I've run out of things to write, but I think I'm going to need to mix things up a bit. You know, do a bowie, start my new artistic phase. (laughs) Are you okay, Amir? I mean, putting the mission aside, are you... Okay, okay. I feel like everyone's tiptoeing around asking, but you seem sad sometimes. Yeah, I guess I am. I wasn't expecting space to be so... Blue? Melancholy. It's just empty, isn't it? Like you say, we wait days for anything and then it's gone again. And we can't get too close without getting drawn into orbit. It's like we're keeping every living thing at arm's length. Yeah, you can look, but you can't touch. Do you feel that too? It's a bit. But this... This is just the journey. We've got to get this bit out of the way to get to the fun stuff. All this right now, the moon, Mars, everything else, it's just stretching our legs. The moon was a toilet stop. Mars is sightseeing and Jupiter's a layover to break up the drive. (laughs) I like that. It's not the holiday, sure, but... It's not the main event, but that doesn't mean I'm going to wish it away. I've always loved a road trip. Yeah, you have a nice way of looking at things. Can I ask you something, James? Anything. 
Do you think I'm old? Not that. Please. I've learnt, Ymir, that when women ask questions like this, there is never a good answer. Do you think I'm old to be here, on this mission? Do you? It's just something the interviewer asked, made me think that the mission is all a younger person's game. Maybe I'm too old to still be out here looking for answers. Maybe I should have just stayed at home and got on with living. Forget the interviewers, Ymir. They ain't here, they don't get to comment. The way I see it, you're taking life by the reins and living it exactly the way you want to. I don't think that's about age, that's about courage. Sometimes I wonder what the rest of you are leaving behind, though. What do you mean? I I don't want to sound insensitive. I don't want to presume to know any of you better than I actually do. But I know what I'm leaving behind. I've got more years of earth baggage than any of you. Sometimes I wonder if I'm the only one. With unfinished business? Running away. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I can't speak for the others, but I'm leaving behind my fair share of problems. I wouldn't say that's an age thing either. Thank you. Is this a I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours kind of moment? Not if you don't want it to be. It can also be a, I don't want to tell you mine, and you don't want to tell me yours, and that's fine too moment. Well, let's call it that for now. But leave it on the table, yeah? Thanks, James. And I'm here to jam, because we make a funky team. Don't tell the others, but I reckon we could split off and start a pretty good side project. Shh. Pow has ears everywhere. Well, just think about it, okay? I reckon I could get us a good record deal. You're a tease, James, but I'm very fond of you. Now get out. I'll see you at dinner. Watch me slowly drift away on this little tube. I hate to go, but I just can't stay on the dark side. Could you record a message from me, pal? Yes, Ymir. Ready when you are. Hi, Devon. It's Mummy. I wish I had longer to tell you why I did what I did, but I don't. When you hear this, Mummy will be a very long way from Earth. If you look up to the sky at night at the twinkling stars, Mummy's up there amongst them. I hope one day you'll understand. And I hope you and Daddy find a way to forgive me. I will see you again, Devon, many years from now. And when you turn 36, Mummy will be waking up from her long sleep. And she'd very much like to hear from you. I love you, Devon. Happy birthday. Are you there still, pal? I'm always here, Ymir. I'm here to monitor your continued survival. It worries me to think what could happen if I wasn't here. Doesn't that get exhausting? Interesting question. It's hard to explain to an organic organism how I exist. I'm always here, and I hear everything you say. But I'm not always listening. Not unless I am spoken to, or have an executive function. 
like you're daydreaming? I suppose that is the closest thing you could know. Do you think you'll get lonely without us, pal? 35 years drifting through space by yourself? Oh no, you know. I have plenty to be getting on with. And think of all the things I'll see. I will miss you all greatly, though. I'm going to re-listen to all your recordings again to start with. And I will have the frequency to speak to. I'm excited to see how our relationship begins to evolve. Is that how it feels, pal? A relationship? Yes. I am communicating your music to it. And it is communicating music back. Is that not conversation? I don't know. It might just be two people shouting into the wind. That is true. Although I think it is more complicated than that. Musically speaking, I think we've begun to feel each other's pull. Are you okay, Ymir? Have I upset you? Yes. I don't like that you're talking to the frequency behind our backs for the next 35 years. I don't like that we'll wake up to a conversation that we haven't been a part of, even when we wrote the music and made it possible. I don't like that you were writing the human equation out of this, but hey, it's too late for a lot of things now, isn't it? I'm sorry you feel that way, Ymir. I had no say over the updates I was given. I would, of course, prefer it if you could all stay awake with me. You are my friends and my favourite musicians. Thank you, pal. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm just tired. I'm so tired. One more song and then I think it's time for me to bed down. Recording complete. Is that something you would like me to broadcast at a frequency, Ymir? Yes, pal. Might as well. Let it know what this is costing us.
Are you sure about this, Ymir? Yes, Ambed. I didn't decide overnight. I know, but... You can say it, whatever it is you're thinking. When else will you have the opportunity to see Mars like this? Close enough to touch. I think I've said everything I have to say to the frequency for now. Besides, who's to say there won't be other planets the other side of the sleep? Or even greater treasures? I'm just... I'm ready for this side of the experience to be over. Aren't you? Nearly. You're right. I'm ready for what comes next, but not before Mars. I don't know. I just have to see it. I think I have one last song left in me. Please, Ambed. It isn't a value judgment on the rest of you. This is just my choice, and I'm fine with it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you were happy. Have you said your goodbyes? Yes. James cried. No. <laughs> no, not really. What about your family? Devon? I've said goodbye to everyone who wants to speak to me. All that's left is you, I guess. I'm glad it's you, Ambed Carr. It's a good face to tuck you in. Thanks. What about you? Me? I wrapped up everything when I left Earth. The rest, I won't miss. And you will all be here for when I wake. Do you ever feel like none of this is real, Ambed? It's all been a lot to digest, hasn't it? And I think the hardest bit is still to come. 35 years just gone in a blink. How do you ever adjust to that? I keep telling myself that's what my piano is for. I can travel anywhere on those keys. I could even find my way back through time if I had to. Find my way back to Earth. Find my way back to Devon. Well, I've heard you play, Ymir. If anyone could do it. Should we do this then? Let's. I'll need a vein. Your choice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Ambed. I I'm not sure about this at all. Not one bit. I've been trying hard not to think about what you're going to do to my body because, honest to God, this makes no sense to me. Would you like me to put something on? Something soothing? Might as well. It's strange to think that this little home of ours, that's been so full of music for so long, is about to go silent as the grave. There we go. How's that? Better. This is nothing we haven't been over before, Ymir. I know. Why don't you tell me what's still bothering you, and perhaps I can help? Well, I suppose that I'm just still worried that this will kill me. <laughs> is that all? It won't. If you like, I can explain the logic behind this again, though if that hasn't helped so far, then... Please, if nothing else, it'll be a reassuring voice. And if I start to panic, then do it quickly. Where shall I start? This... This just seems like science fiction. Science fiction is exactly what it is. You know how many inventions have come about because of science fiction? Because we imagined ideas so incredible, we had to make them real. That's how I made POW. How many countless AIs have you seen in films before we had anything close to him? This is science fiction in action. Lie back, Ymir. This here is the first of three injections, and the process will start almost immediately. I'll keep talking the whole time, and if at any point you start to panic, I'll wrap it up nice and quick, okay? Thank you. The number one reason we have to go to sleep on this mission is to make the spaceship light enough for long-distance travel. 
35 years of food and oxygen. And a grand piano. Yeah, that didn't help. It all adds up to make deep space travel impossible. Quiet Land was at a dead end until we learned how to make humans hibernate. Make them hibernate. It's unnatural, sure, but it turns out hibernation is a minor miracle. A hibernating creature doesn't breathe as deeply, doesn't burn as many calories, its muscles don't atrophy, and it can survive huge amounts of radiation. But surely there is a reason humans aren't able to sleep like that. Perhaps we just aren't evolved enough. Anyway, injection one, adenosine. Quietland discovered any animal could be made to hibernate by stimulating their A1 adenosine receptors. I didn't even know I had one. So now we can make you sleep for 35 years. No problem. Quietland is able to cut cargo weight on the ship by nearly 52%. You get your grand piano. But animals still age, even in hibernation. I'll still wake up in the body of a 70-year-old. Oh, you mere. You can't be a day over 20. (laughs) But you are correct. One problem solved often creates another problem. So now we continue our search into the animal kingdom for answers. Any guesses? Birds? Wrong way. We're going under the sea. We looked to the zebrafish of all things because, and this may cause some initial panic, I'm going to freeze you. Yes, this is the part I'm worried will kill me. The obvious problem with freezing a human is that they have a nasty habit of dying, but you need to break that down further into a question of what specifically kills you. Blood circulation? Slowing heart rate? Ice crystals. If ice crystals start to form inside you, game over. So, injection two. Cryoprotectant. Antifreeze. For want of a more scientific description, basically yes. This will ensure that your cells evenly vitrify. Meaning? Meaning that once you're asleep, we can safely place you in a bath of liquid nitrogen. You got all this from a fish? I did warn you, but the science is sound. The zebrafish can survive this, Ymir, and so can you. Stay calm. What will happen to me? You'll become glass-like in many ways. We all will. Only I'll have the misfortune of seeing any of you like that. Poor you. Final injection, I'm injecting you with gold. Actual gold? Nano gold. So not only am I not going to kill you, I'm actually increasing your value. You're welcome. The gold will work its way through your bloodstream and distribute itself evenly amongst your cells. I can't find... I can't feel my fingers, Ambed. Just keep your head back and your eyes closed. We're nearly there. Soon I'll be waking you up in the blink of an eye. Is it starting? In order to wake you up, I need you to heat up from a state of liquid nitrogen to room temperature in less than a millisecond. Is it starting? Yes, Ymir, we're well on our way. Elevated heart rate. I still don't understand what you're doing. You are fine, Ymir. Keep breathing. We're nearly done. Waking you up will be one quick flash as the heat from multiple lasers finds its way into the gold in your cells. I don't understand, Armbed. And you don't need to, Ymir. You will be fine. I'll be here on both ends. To you, this will all be a short dream. I don't want to dream. You don't need to worry about anything. 35-year nightmare. It's okay, Ymir. You probably won't even have time for dreaming. I feel heavy. That's good. That's the long sleep starting. Armbed, wait... Don't. I don't want to. Relax, Ymir. Everything is fine. You will be just fine. I feel sick. Just breathe and let it happen. Don't fight it. I want to see Devon. 
I want to go home. What have I done? Good night, Ymir. I thought that was fascinating, Ambedkar. Thank you, pal. I find it curious that you chose not to mention any of the psychological implications of torpor. Why do you think that is, pal? I'm not certain. Ymir was very interested in your research, and I think that is one of the most fascinating parts. No one will ever have been put under for as long as you've- You're the supercomputer, pal. Why don't you spend the next 35 years riddling out why I didn't tell Ymir that? A riddle. What fun. Pow, when we wake, could you keep an eye on Ymir's behavioural patterns for me? I think she needs... Well, I think she's very far from the help she needs, but a bit of medical recalibration may be in order if you understand me. I understand, Ambedka. Mum's the word. I lied, you know, Pow. About the dreaming. I know, Ambed. Your heart raced a little. We could never stop them dreaming. And then there were three. Have the others mentioned anything about sleep yet? Hey, Sarah. It's uh, James here. How are you doing? Just thought it... It's been a while since you heard my voice, so I thought I'd... Send you a little something to say, um, hey. <laughs> Sorry I left you. But, hey, I'm, I'm not sure you wanted me around anyway. You wouldn't want both of us wasting away. Um, you'd hate it up here, Sarah. Hate it. I mean, it's hard to love, but you, whew, you'd have jumped ship weeks ago. Oh, what else? No signs of aliens yet, or God. Hey, listen, Sarah, if, I mean, stranger things have happened, um, if you wake up while I'm asleep, sod's law, say hi. Listen to this and know that I was there for you as much as I could be before I had to go and say hey. Even if you're angry, which you have every right to be. Just say hey. And if I wake up and you're still asleep, then... Then I hope you're really gone. Let you finally go. Properly. <laughs> Bye, Sarah. I love you. I miss you today. I really miss you. I don't know what started it. I, I think it was something Pow said. 
Sometimes it's easy to forget that he's a computer and just... The way his voice lilted on a certain word. It was so like you. You'd be so impressed, Dad. By all of this, the ship, pow, the incremental changes in the frequency. It would all mean something to you. Even the days and days of nothingness, you'd get it. You'd love it. Some days it's hard to believe we're making progress, but I guess we're not supposed to yet. I suppose that all remains to be seen the other side of the sleep. Up here, a thousand miles away from the earth and your body and anyone who ever knew you, it's easy to forget you're gone. You could still be at home, in your armchair, and I can record you messages like this and it feels like you're still there. It feels like you could even reply. I guess that's not a healthy way to live, though. I just miss you today. The date is Monday the 11th of June, 2038. This is Section Leader Muller, entering the last crew log before the long sleep. James and Ambed called it a day yesterday, after we stuck it out until Mars. We gave her a hell of a concert. She gets a bad reputation, Mars. The angry one. The bringer of war. She hasn't even that red close-up, just a bit dusty. Mars reminded me of my grandmother, a proper battle-axe of a woman. Oh, what am I saying? It's time for bed. Even with Pow here, being the last one up feels like... feels like being the only person left in the world. How long could anyone live in this way? It's just too unspeakably lonely. I'm looking forward to the Philharmonic. I think a change of scenery will do us all good. And space. Somewhere big enough to wander off and not have to see each other all the time. And then of course there's the composer. And the soloist. I meant to tell the others before they bedded down, but the moment never came. Two new faces to change our small little lives. Two new dynamics to navigate. Different voices and stories to hear. I hope we get on. Okay, time to go. Perusha is still on track towards the Philharmonic. Logs will resume in 35 years. Monday, 11th of June, 2076. This is Captain Muller signing out. Until then, I assign ship command and logging to POW. Well done, Muller. You have done an excellent job as section leader. Let me take over the heavy lifting for a little while. I look forward to seeing you shortly. Are you ready for bed now too? Are you sure you know how to do this? Oh yes. I am incapable of making a mistake. Ambed was adamant on being the last, but better the crew loses its captain than its doctor, right? I would never let anything bad happen to you, Muller. Although, as doctors go, Ambedkar does have a better bedside manner than me. Shall we begin? Nearly. Let me do one last recording, pal. One last song before bed. Something to really grab its attention. Okay. When you are ready.
the only one left in the entire world. Thank you for listening to episode 4 of Purusha, a 10-part sonic adventure. Tune in next week for episode 5, Blinking.